Welcome to a life-transforming experience with the Word of God from Bishop Napoleon Asian. Napoleon Asian is a son of Bishop Dag Heward Mills and the head of the LCI mission in Cape Town, South Africa. With about 20 years experience in ministry, Bishop Napoleon Asian has been actively involved with the work of God in Ghana, UK, and now a missionary in South Africa. He stands with his father in the ministry, teaching and emphasizing his word with extraordinary grace and faith. Join us now as he delivers the word of God under the anointing. Well, we've been sharing and dealing with December demons. Is that not it? We've been talking about demons and how to deal with them. Hallelujah demons and how to deal with them if you believe in god you also need to believe that there are demons amen. amen jesus spoke about demons he said i saw satan fall like lightning amen bible says in i believe in james chapter 2 uh, verse number 19 he said you believe that there's god you do well but satan also believe and he trembles some of us we believe that there's god but we don't tremble But Satan believes. Is it there? Okay. Bible says, Thou believest thou there is one God. Thou dost well. The devils also believe and tremble. So the Bible talks about devils. Amen. So you will do yourself favor to believe what the Bible says. Amen. Jesus once told Uh, the story, not a story, but what happens when an evil spirit leaves somebody. It says it will go, that spirit will go and roam, walk in uh, dry, walk, yes, dry places. And when he finds no place, you know, spirits were not made. Spirits were not made to live on earth. Hallelujah. Earth is a physical place. That is why when God created us, When you read the account of uh, creation, when God created us, there's two words that are used. Bible says God created man, and another one said God formed man. So there's difference between the man that was created and the man that was formed. Okay, the one that was created was the actual person, your spirit, amen. And the one that He formed, Bible said that He took uh, uh, what do you call dust. He made a clay. He made a, a, a clay. He made something. Okay? Then he put the created man into the formed man. Then suddenly, a man became a living soul. So, God gave us this body, the container, the one that he formed in order for us to be able to relate to this earth. That is why earth is for man. Amen? That is why heaven is for God and spirit. So God did not create uh, Satan. God did not create Satan, yes. And he did not create spirit to be here. Spirits were supposed to be in heaven. But we know when Satan rebelled and he was thrown down. Are you here? Yeah, the spirit are forced to be on earth. And because spirits are not supposed to be here. They don't have the physical body, the container that allow them to be here. So what they do is that they are now perching. They find a, a water body, they enter. 
they find a tree, they enter. They find you, a human being. Yeah, some people's uh, fathers are a rented house for demons. Yeah, so, so what you need to understand, that's why people are possessed. Because a spirit cannot express itself unless it has a medium. Hello? Am I talking to anybody? So that is how come we talk about how to deal with demons. Amen. Yeah. So the Bible talks about the fact that demons become uh, uh, what they play host to human beings. They can just seize and they will begin to overpower you. They will begin to cause you to do things that you wouldn't otherwise have done. That's why you see people, they will do things and after that they will cry and they will regret. They don't know why they are doing. Yeah. There's four category of demons, evil spirits. If we have time, I will share with you. And we'll be out of here. Amen. So we are going to our foundational scripture. It's in Mark chapter 5. The madman of Gadara. That story is the, uh, the pathology of demon activities. Now, you may think that why should people go to school and uh, be interested in, I mean, you've been to school, you become a doctor, and you specialize, and what you do is that your, your work is to cut dead bodies. Now, pathology is to study the cause of diseases if they are allowed. Some of the diseases, we don't know even what they are doing, but for pathology. So when somebody dies of a disease, are you here? then the pathologist will begin to find out this disease, if it's not controlled, what does it do to the body? Are you here? Yeah, so the pathology of demon activities is also seen in the story of Mark chapter 5. Bible says that this man, can we read it? Is it okay to read the Bible in church? Is that okay? You are sure? It's a long scripture. We can read it. Okay, Mark chapter 5. Mark chapter 5. I'm preaching. Mark chapter 5. I'm reading from verse number 1. When I get tired, I will stop. Okay. Bible says, And there came over unto the other side of the sea, into the country of the Gadarenes. And he was, and when he was come out of the ship, immediately... They met him out of the tombs, a man with an unclean spirit. So if there's an unclean spirit, then there's also a clean spirit. If there is a holy spirit, then there's also an evil spirit. Are you here? Yeah. So this man had a spirit, but the spirit he had was unclean. The spirit has not bad for a long time. Hey. <laughs> the man had a dirty spirit. If something is unclean, then it's dirty. Is that not it? Okay. And the Bible says that this man, uh, he came out of tombs, okay, with unclean spirits. All right. Who had his dwelling among tombs? This man specialized in staying in cemetery. That shall not be your story. Who had his dwelling in tombs? Okay. And no man could bind him. No, not with chains. Because that he had often 
because he had been often bound with fetches and chains, and the chains had been plugged asunder by him, and the fetters broken in pieces. Neither could any man tame him. So you are seeing demonic, uh, that's why we are saying that it's the pathology activity of demon, demons when they are allowed, okay? Or what demons are doing to people in a gradual way. Or when they are not checked. Now when you see somebody who is going 100% naked, like a banana, what do you think has happened? Hello? Yeah. But some people are not yet mad. They understand, but they are also half naked. Because the demons have no... I mean, this man was 100% naked because... Uh-huh. Some are 20%. <laughs> some are 30%. I don't know the percentage. But when it's complete, when complete, you will be naked. You will be naked like banana. You will be moving around. Okay. And Bible says that no one could bind him, not even with chains. So when demons have their way with you, you cannot be controlled. Your father cannot control you. Your mother cannot control you. Please cannot control you. When you become uncontrollable, like nobody can say to you, sit down for you to sit. In fact, you do the opposite. You see, it, it looks like you are very wild person, but it should tell you that there's something in charge of you. Everybody, listen to me, you must have somebody who can tell you even when you are angry. When you are angry, there must be somebody in your life that when the person says, shut up, they say that. <laughs> then you, you, you are quiet. Even though you are angry, do you understand? There should be somebody who can say to you, sit down. Then you said, even when you are not happy, you do it. Not because you want to do it, but they, you have given somebody control. If you don't have any such person in your life, I will never recommend anybody to marry you. I'm telling, I'm telling you before you come. Because this life, everybody, everybody has different thoughts. I'm told that every uh, Korean has uh, uh, 20 ideas. Yeah, so if different ideas, if you are 20 in a place, you want to do one thing, there will be 20 different ideas. Yeah. And you are going to marry somebody that nobody can get him to change his mind. His mother cannot. And you see, the person is fully possessed. Fully possessed. Nobody can talk to. So it's, it's expression. It's expression of somebody that demons have had access into. You need to yourself find out. I cannot tell you before you become angry with me. But you find out that who is it that can tell me to stop? That I will stop. Who? You do that exercise yourself. That is there anybody who can let me uh, sleep? In Psalm 23, the Bible says that he maketh me to lie down. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. What? He maketh me to lie down. It's not like you want to lie down. He makes you. He makes you. That is the, the total expression of somebody that is being controlled by also God. God also makes you do something. Amen. That's why Jesus, when he called the people, he said, 
follow me and I will make you. The essence of following Jesus is to allow yourself to be made what you are not. So you cannot come to church and as you are preaching, you have already taken positions in your mind. It's like I won't allow myself to be changed by the word that is coming. Then why did you come? Why are you here? You need to allow your mind to be changed. Be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. Amen. Amen. Yeah, that is how somebody can be taught to become an engineer just by being changed by what he hears. Being changed by what he's listening to, what he's taught, he becomes an engineer, he becomes a doctor, he becomes an architect. He be, he, what he's hearing is changing the person. Amen. Yeah, so you also need to allow the word of God to change you. Hallelujah. You, you shouldn't boast and you shouldn't be happy that you, nobody can talk to you to change. You should rather be sorry that you are filled with demons. Because we, we, from this pathological case, we see that when demons have their uh, filled day, they have their way. One of the things that you cannot be tamed. Even when there is law, you will break it. That's what people, he said, chains. Chains are laws. Fetus are instructions. He said he has broken the chains and the fetus have been broken as You have broken every law. And always night and day he was in the mountains and in the tombs crying and catching himself with stones. People who cry alone, you don't know even why you are crying. I'm not the one who Please don't be angry with me. People that you like to sit alone in a room and cry. You cry. You don't want to see anybody. This guy, Bible said that he was alone in the mountains. Alone in his own room. He doesn't want to talk to anybody. He doesn't want to see any. He's just crying. Isolated. Anytime you want to, you don't want to see anybody. You have locked yourself. How do people commit suicide? It's when they are alone. You need to be very careful. You need to be very careful. It's very important. Are you here? But when he saw Jesus afar off, he ran and worshipped him and cried with a loud voice and said, What have I to do with thee, Jesus, thou son of the most high God? I adjure thee by God that thou torment me not. For he said unto him, Come out of, come out of the man, thou unclean spirit. So, the amazing thing you find over here is that uh, uh, you can worship God even when you are demon-possessed. So, you can be in the praise and worship team and still have demons. The guy was fully possessed, but when he saw Jesus, the Bible said that he ran and worshipped him. Is it there? Yeah, and when he saw Jesus, he ran and worshipped. Most of you don't even worship, but this guy was filled with. So the fact that you worship and you are crying, (laughs) it doesn't mean you don't have demons. It doesn't mean you don't have demons at all. Sometimes you can worship that you feel the love of God. If you oh, then you are crying. It doesn't mean you don't have demons. Demons will allow you to worship. Even this guy, he ran to see Jesus. Can I continue? And when he asked him, what is thy name? He answered, saying, my name is Legion, for we are many. And he besought him much that he would not send him away out of that 
country. Are you there? So demons are also territorial. He doesn't want to go away. There are problems that you will never, never have one until you go to a certain place. um, Some of you, most of your problems came because you came to Cape Town. There are specific demons in Cape Town that are not in Eastern Cape. There are specific demons that operate only in, in Cape Town. Waterfront. Are you, are you, yeah. Sea Point and Green Point, there are specific demons. Uh, yeah. Even in Cape Town, the, the demons in Kailicha are different from those in Parklands. Mm? The demons in Saisi, they are different from those in Cozy Corner. Uh, yeah, they are different, different demons. There are types. <laughs> are you there? Okay, so they are territorial. Bible said, now there was there, now unto the mountain, a great head of swine that speaks, feeding. And all the devil besought him, saying, send us into this swine, that we may enter into them. Again, we see that they always need a host. They need a medium through which they can exist. Hallelujah. And forthwith, Jesus gave them leave, and the unclean spirit went out and entered into the swine, and the head ran violently down a steep place into the sea. They were about 2,000. Are you there? And were choked in the sea. And they that fed the swine fled and told it in the city and in the country. And they went out to see what it was that was done. And they come and see Jesus. They come to Jesus and see him that was possessed with the devil and had a legion sitting and clothed in his right mind. Amen. Again, you notice that demons will let you not be in your right mind. When you are possessed by demons, you don't do the right things. You don't say the right things. May we not be filled with demons. Where are we? Okay. And they were afraid. And they, and they that saw it told them how it befell to him that was possessed with the devil. And also concerning the swine. And they began to pray him to depart out of their coasts. And when he was come out of the ship, he that had been possessed with the devil prayed him that he might be with him. How be it? Jesus suffered him not, but said unto him, Go home to thy friends and tell them how great things the Lord had done for thee and and has had compassion on thee. And he departed and began to publish in Decapolis how great things Jesus had done for him. And all men did marvel. Amen. So this is the pathology of demon activities. That when demons are not checked, if you yourself don't check. So personally, when I read this story, I had to ask myself, who are the people that can ask me to do things that I don't want to do? And I would do it. I began to list it. Yeah. You need to begin to write. Is there somebody? This, this is what will let you know whether you are filled with demons or not. Is there anybody who can shout on you and you will not be offended? 
When you were small, you were shouted on and you were okay, but now you are too big. You see, it looks like a, a demon, they can, they can manifest, they can come over as, I mean, being enlightened or respectable, but it's, it comes back to the way they, they operate. Nobody can tame you. Nobody can speak to you. You cannot be controlled. You are isolated. No, it's this kind of things. Hallelujah. So today I want to share with you quickly before uh, our time is up. I want to share with you, be strong. How do you control all this? How do you deal with these demons? You need to be strong. Amen. No one wants to fight with somebody who is stronger than him. The only time somebody looks at you and he thinks that you are a good candidate for him or her to attack you is he see that he is stronger than you or you are a weaker vessel. He has an advantage. Amen. One day. A certain guy. He went out with his uh, fiancée. The guy was a macho guy. He had a um, parking space. He was a bowler. So he went out with his fiancée. But when they drove, they drove to a parking place. When they, they parked, the lady went out. The guy was lacing his shoe. So it took a bit of time before he joined. But before he could join this lady at the mall, the lady came, screaming and crying. Darling, honey, uh, what again? Sweethearts, my KFC, uh, my pap. Because some of you, you don't eat honey. So why do you say honey? Do you like honey? You don't like honey. (laughs) You need to say what you like. My magunya or something. That's what you, yeah. Are you here? So this lady came to tell the fiancé, the bole. He said, look, this guy has squeezed the mouth. I mean, I think that there was a skirmish. She was, she was trying to, you know that the, the beloved is very strong. So... She went about misbehaving, and this guy switched off the mouth. He switched the mouth off. So she was angry and came and reported to the honey, sweetheart, her pap, or her, her saza, or whatever. So when he heard it, so what? Who is that? Who is that? I has look, come. So the guy chest out, it was coming like that. Yeah. It was coming like that. And when he got there, he said, who? Then he passed back there. He passed to show him who has switched off the mouth. And the guy was also cleaning. Then he took his head. He said, are you the one who has beaten my uh, girlfriend? The guy took his time when he stood up. The guy noticed that this guy is thicker and bigger than <laughs> So he said, yes, I'm the one. What will you do? He said, ah, I thought that it was some small boy. Like, he will see what I will do to If it's you, then it's okay. If you are the one, then it's okay. I thought that it was some small boy. Like, he will see what I will do to Nobody wants to fight somebody who is stronger. <laughs> Nobody wants to fight somebody who, who will finish him. 
demons also look for people who are weak and target them and influence and destroy their lives. That's why I'm talking to you. Be strong. I said, be strong. You are going to be strong in the name of Jesus. I said, you are going to be strong in the name of Jesus. One guy is in our church. He's called Livingston. TikTok guy is, look at my head. This guy is taller than me. So one day he was coming from work. There were scholars standing by to rob him. When he was getting out of the taxi, he was sitting in the taxi. When he got out, the scholars were like making signs like they should pounce on him. They did not know who was coming. So when he got down and he stood, he clenched his fist. They looked and said, no, this one is not a good target. This is not a, a, a target that we should. What I'm saying that when you are strong, the enemy does not attack you. That's why God wants you to be strong. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Even, even the earthly companies, when you are going to work for them, they do medical tests to find out whether you are strong or you are weak or you are sick. Nobody wants to employ a, 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 a sick person. And when you are sick, when you are weak, bullies, the enemy is a bully. He will bully you, he will taunt you, torment you. He will take what is yours. He will just seize it. Yeah. Where I grew up, if you don't have bigger brothers, when you go to the beach, there are games that you don't need to get yourself involved. If you don't have bigger brothers, it's like this one will be this one, then your bigger brother will come and finish this one, then his brother, it's like that. Uh. So you, when somebody comes, you need to see, hey, after this one, who will come? If it, it's not a, a good fight. Yeah. And I had bigger brothers. Bigger brothers. So we'll go and play marble. Sometimes when you are playing the marble, somebody can just seize your marbles and say that he has won the marble. Meanwhile, he's not won the marble. Ah, there are people in life who behave exactly like the devil. When you are not strong, you say, give me the marble. He said, no, I, it will just twist your hand. It will just take and twist your hand and take the marbles there. You notice that ah, you have no one. I, I, and I notice that that is how the devil behaves. You will be minding your life. You will be in your lane. But when you are not strong, he comes to seize your joy. He comes to take your happiness. He comes to destroy your health. He comes. You don't need to think about the devil as somebody who is my No, he's a bully. That's why God says, be strong. Ephesians chapter 6, verse number 10. Finally, brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. For we, okay, go to the 11. Say, finally, brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Hallelujah. May you be strong. Be strong in the Lord. It did not say be strong in politics or be strong in food. Or Some people are strong in uh, sports and strong in fashion, strong in eating, strong in sleeping. But they are not strong in the Lord. Where is your strength? Because the devil is coming. He is looking. He is looking for the Bible. Said that be, be, be vigilant and be sober because your adversary, the devil... 
He's moving about like a lion, seeking. The devil looks around and sees who he can pounce on and who he can devour. It's only the weak one. That is why you can see when you watch the, uh, 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 the wildlife. You can see that you can see a big buffalo. He doesn't run away from the lion. The lions. Is, you, you, one lion one is it, not a problem. But Impala will have to jump and run for his life because he's not strong. Even the teeth of the lion cannot easily get through the texting of a, 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 a buffalo. Yeah. When you are strong, the enemy doesn't attack you. And the Bible says, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God. So how do you become strong? We've been talking about demons and how to deal with them. And one of the things we notice is that I think the last time I was sharing with you, I spoke about the fact that the devil is trying to kill you. Yeah. The devil is not trying to just make you sad. He's trying to kill you. Because when you look at all the animals that represent the devil, okay, serpent, there's no snake that is trying to, uh, 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 every snake, like one uh, pastor said, said he was in Korea, I told you the story, and the pastors, they saw there's a royal python, it doesn't bite, he got to this pastor's tent, he said, look, I'm from Africa. This snake, when you hang it on my neck, it will develop venom now, 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 and bite me and die. I will never do such a thing. I ain't dying here. I did not die in Choco. I did not die in Kolegono. I ain't dying here. So this pastor refused because snake will bite you. What's happening? Is everything okay? Okay. So, I hope we are safe. Okay. So, you need to be, because the devil is, 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 is depicted as a serpent. Amen. And when you see a cobra, when you see a viper, when you see a python, they are not trying to just make you... Uh, uh, uncomfortable. They will, they will squeeze your life out of you. When you see a lion, that's what the devil is depicted as. It's a lion, like a lion. Lions are not trying to just run after you for you to be tired. They, they want to kill you. The devil is depicted as a dragon. A dragon. So I'm trying to tell you that these things are not trying to just let you be tired. They are trying to kill you, so you need to be strong. Amen. That's what the Bible said. Be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. How do you deal with demons? You deal with demons by being strong. And how do you become strong? It says, put on the whole armor of God. That is why when you are an army officer or a military uh, man and you are not wearing your uniform, you don't have strength. You see, if you are sick, even as a, as a, a police officer, traffic warden, you are sick, you are vomiting, you cannot stand, and you put on your uniform, and you stand on N7 or N2. If somebody is running even 140, when you gather little strength to lift your hand like that, I'm telling you, even a government vehicle will stop. The uniform, what you are wearing, what you have put on, gives you a certain power. Hallelujah! That stops whatever is coming your way. 
That is why the Bible said that be brethren, finally be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. How do you become so strong in God? How do you become so powerful that the enemy will not target you? He said, put on, put on the whole armor of God. Amen. Amen. An army officer who is not wearing his helmet or is not strong. An army, you need to wear whatever you've been given. And when you dress and you are in it, you see that you command a certain respect. A certain authority is conferred. Even when you are weak, the uniform has something. Somebody who has beaten an army officer who is wearing his uniform, his case is very bad. It's different from you beat the army officer because he was like a civilian. Are you getting it? That one, we can say that we did not know. But you are beating the Officer in his uniform. I don't know who, 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 who side with you. or I don't know how that case you are going to win. Amen. So I see you becoming strong in the name of Jesus. And you become strong by putting on your armor, your uniform. He said, put on your whole armor, the armor of God, that he may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. Hallelujah. Do you remember how Jesus said that, Behold, I give you power to tread upon the serpents and over the scorpion and over all the powers of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means hurt you. Do you remember? Yeah. So, yes, the enemy has some power, but it's not so powerful. God's power will overcome. So, when the enemy sees that you are also powerful, now he resorts to whilst methodeasis, that's the Greek word. Methods, strategy, ploy, schemes. The enemy resort to schemes. He resort to tactics to, to, to deceive you. That is why you can think about Satan like the uh, terrorists. Hezbollah. You see, can you stand toe-to-toe with America and fight? They will finish you. That's how the enemy, you have some power, but your power is not so powerful. Hello? As a Christian, the enemy's power is not so powerful against you when you are in God and you are strong. The enemy's power is not powerful at all. He has some power, yes. He has some power, but it's not powerful compared to you as a Christian. That is why he resorted to. So, these uh, terrorists, they have some ideas, but they are not powerful. If they say that we are coming to fight you, France, we are coming to fight you. Uh, I'm re- oh, they will be finished before two days. They will, be, oh, they will be flattened. How many understand what I'm talking about? So they don't declare that we want to. They hide and they put their weapon on them as though they are visiting. Then they will blow you up. Are you getting it? So the enemy resort to schemes and strategies and tactics. That's why he said that when you put on the whole armor of God, you will be able to stand against the wiles, the tricks, the matters, the ploy. Amen. When the enemy wants to kill you, he will not tell you, I'm about to kill you. When the enemy wants to destroy your life, he will not tell you, I want to destroy your life. He comes with tricks. But when you put on, you become strong in the Lord and in his power. You'll be able to stand against the wiles of the enemy. I see you overcoming every one of them. I said, I see you overcoming every one of them. In the name of Jesus. Verse number 12. He said, for we wrestle. 
The reason why you should put on the whole armor is that we are wrestling. Are you here? We wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against what? Principalities. This is the first group of demons. Principalities. Against what? Powers. The third one. Against the rulers of darkness of this world and against spiritual wickedness in high places. These are the four categories of, of demons or evil spirits. And they are in their ranks. Principalities are those who govern area. A principal of a school is in charge of a school. So principality of, uh, uh, what do you call, Cape Town, is in charge of the operations, what goes on. Then we have the second group of demons and that is called powers. That is why an unlearned sangoma, an unlearned man who has not been to school, can sit in his room and tell you that he is changing the verdict of a court case. Do, do you understand what a power is? Somebody who doesn't know equitable uh, estopel, he doesn't know the law of contracts, he doesn't know the law of torts, the law of employment, the contract of sale, or he doesn't know anything, but he sits in his room and can change the outcome of a court case that you are having. That is called a power. And so somebody look at you and your mind change about your own wife. You'll be there and be there. I'm talking about power. Do you think that all the men who have left their home, as they, they hate their children and they don't want... Somebody who has taken money to pay Lobola for his wife leaves the wife and children they don't mind until everything is finished. I'm talking about demons and how to do... You don't be strong. Don't be strong. And the young guys who have come, you move around hugging every lady. Somebody will scratch your back. You will never be uh, correct again. Hey! Somebody will scratch your back. You, you, one lady told me there was a boy in his class. He was very rude and he did not, she did not like uh, him at all. The guy came to propose to him and he said over his dead body. He said when, before she noticed she had been in a relationship with this guy that she hated for six years. It was when she came to church in Kailicha, her friend brought her to church in Kailicha. That we pray. He said, Pastor, I don't know how I, I ended up staying with somebody I hated. Power. If you are not strong, you will be surprised. That's why it's not because you are good that you win the interview. You going to interview, you notice that somebody has used her breast to win an interview that the work hasn't got anything to do with breast. You have all the certificates, your, your typing speed is 100 words, 100 words per minute. Your accent, your everything. Then you see somebody, he doesn't even know she comes with, with oil that a sangoma has given the person. She has anointed her breast. When they look at us, oh, we want this one. We, we want this one. You'll be there. Some of your classmates, they have special, special water that they... Look, 
we were in class with one guy. Everybody was afraid of him. He had a special water that he used in washing his face. And people said that when you go and learn and look at you, he transfers what you have. Now, when we see the guy, I say, Charlie, it's coming on. It's coming. You see that? People. The actual transfer technology was developed long ago. You don't be strong. You see, when you are not strong, when you are staying with a witch, you would rather want to move. But when you are strong, witches and wizards and demons will live because you are around. That shall be your story. I said, that shall be your story. Be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. You will be forced. If you are not strong, you will be forced to promote people out of their tent. People come. Hey, you don't know. One day I was promoted to a certain office. Then the guy said he will, he will not go. When I went, not knowing the guy has done something on the chair that I was supposed to sit on. He wanted to kill me dead. I entered the office. I was about to sit down. And the Lord said to me, don't say put your hanky on it before you sit down. And I understood it. I know. This guy, he died within three weeks. He developed, he did not have cancer. He had the cancer of the, uh, 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 what do you call it? The liver. The third stage. A young guy, he was 20. You are joking with God. He had the case from, from beginning. It just jumped to the end. You want to kill You see, you don't know. People are not people. People hate you with passion. People are filled with demons, evil spirits. You cannot just... Do you think that there is no witch in your class? Do you think that there is no wizard in your school? You just came. You are a JJC. But they cannot hurt you. They cannot harm you if you are strong in the Lord. You don't need any other power. You need the power of the Holy Spirit. You need to be strong in the Lord. And how do you become strong? That's why I said, put on the whole armor of God. When you put on it, you become strong. You become strengthened. Hallelujah. So that you'll be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. Verse number 12. For we rest not against, okay, 13. Wherefore, take unto you. Now he's asking you what you need to put on to be strong. Take unto you the whole armor of God that ye may be able to withstand in the evil day and having done all to stand. Amen. Amen. 14. Stand therefore having your loins girt about with truth. Truth is the belt. He said, you need to stand truth. If you don't, you see, if you don't, you don't say the truth and you are a liar in the spirit, you don't have belt on. Mm. Say something. You are, you, you, you are just, I mean, a small wind can make you naked. A small wind can make, 
That's why I said, put on the belt of truth. You know, the army officers, when they are going to war, and the, the belt is the thing on which they hang their weapons. So if you don't have belts, if you, you don't have truth, you don't say, oh, you are a liar. Hey! It means in the spirit, you don't have, you don't have belt on. That's the first one. Having your loins get about with truth and having the what? Breastplate of righteousness. Hallelujah. In the spirit, you don't have brass. It's not a bra. You have a, a, a breastplate. Something that de- de- defends. Defends your breast. Your breast will never be cancerous. In the name of Jesus. You need a, a breastplate of righteousness. Right standing. It, it, it's a spiritual righteousness. It means that believing. What is righteous? Believing in God. It provides confidence and it becomes your protective covering. It covers all the delicate parts. Your heart is uh, over here. All the things that you are afraid of will never happen if you, you put on the whole armor of God. Hallelujah. What's the third one? And your feet sought with the preparation of the gospel of peace. The shoe in the spirit is the preparation of gospel of peace. Now, this is different from the gospel of salvation. There's difference between the gospel of salvation and gospel of peace. If you are a peacemaker, wherever you go, people, do you understand? You reconcile people. You become, it's a gospel of peace. It's, you are wearing something. You cannot fight every time. You need to be a peacemaker. Hallelujah. And the Bible says, put on this armor. These are your, your protective clothing. Amen. Amen. Can you imagine an army officer with a gun or with, and he's going barefooted? How, where will you reach On, in this sun? Whether it is winter or uh, summer, each of them, you will be knocked out. Without shoes, you cannot go on. Hallelujah. Amen. I see you having spiritual shoes on. Amen. In the name of Jesus. When you have a dream and you are barefooted, it's telling you that Charlie, you don't have the scriptures. Yeah. One day somebody had a they said, Pastor, in a dream, they, they brought me different, four different kinds of shoes. He did not understand. I said that you need is the is the word. Be filled with the word. Different things are coming to you. So spiritually, your shoe. You have a, a nine shoe, but in the spirit, you are bare, barefooted. May you also be strong. Amen. You see, you are strengthened by what you wear. Do you know that? Yeah. That's when you are going for interview. Don't wear a new shoe. You can, it can change your walk, you know. As I saw some lady was going like this. Eh? The shoe was new. I said, hey. Squeezing. What you wear strengthens you. Sometimes you wear something you are very comfortable. It makes you able to run. If you are barefooted, you run over here. Something will just trick under your feet and you see that you are on the floor. So you are not strong as far as God is concerned if you are not having the preparation of the gospel of peace. Hallelujah. The next one. Above all, taking the shield of faith. Wherewith ye shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked. Amen. 
Above all, he has mentioned all this, but he said above all. In other words, faith is, is the most important weapon that you need. Above all, faith is above all. Amen. Amen. He said faith is your shield. Amen. Amen. Faith is your shield. If you have a bigger shield, yeah, you'll be able to prevent so many things that the enemy throws at you. Are you here? Your shirt must be bigger. You must believe in God. You must have a bigger. Sometimes your, your shirt is as small like this. Hey, what is it going to do? But when you have a, a shirt as big as this. Can I have this? Maybe your, your shirt is as big as this book. And somebody is throwing an arrow. Are you going to see? It can take the book and even kill you. But if you have a shirt as big as this. When you throw it, I just put it over here. (laughs) Even if you don't have the offensive weapons and you have enough faith, you'll be able to deliver yourself from being destroyed. Be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. May your faith be strong. May your faith be big. May your faith be bigger than you. Yeah. Then the Bible says, the, the next one. And take the helmet of salvation. Something to cover your head. Salvation, your helmet. If you don't think of your salvation, it means that in the spirit, you have not protected your head. Even constructional sites. Without helmet, you cannot move around. And you are moving through this spiritual atmosphere. The devil, the arrows that fly by night and the uh, the, the, the weapon that weighs by new day. And your head is not covered. You are sitting, moving. You need salvation. Hallelujah. Salvation is your helmet. And the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. Now, those of us who don't know the scripture, who don't have any scriptures, it means in the spirit, you don't have any offensive weapon. Bible says that the word of God is the sword of the spirit. So you don't have any scriptures in the spirit. You, you are swordless. You don't have any weapon. And some of you also, you are using plastic knife. The scriptures you know, you paraphrase it, you don't even know where it is. But even if your, your, your sword is small and you have a big faith, Hallelujah. Prevent yourself from being assaulted by the enemy. Be strong in the Lord. Then let's go to the next weapon. Praying always. You did not know that prayer was also a weapon. Yeah, put on. is the armor you are putting on. Praying always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit. So speak. That's why we are having a season of speaking in tongues. He did not say that pray in your understanding. He said you must pray in the spirit. Praying in the spirit is part of your spiritual weapon. Amen. Amen. I don't know why he did not say praying in your understanding, but he said praying in the spirit. Hallelujah. So as you pray in tongues and as you speak in tongues spiritually, you are dressing up with your weapons. Then the last one he said, and watching there unto with all perseverance and supplication for all saints. Praying for other people. You did not know. You did not know that when you pray for other people, it's part of your weapon. Bible said, when Job prayed for his uh, friends, God turned away 
his captivity. Then he gave him twice as much as he had before. One of the power of that's why many people you pray for yourself, nothing happens. Have 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 the ability to intercede and pray for others. Pray for people who get born again. Pray for the church. Pray for the for the new people who come to church. Thank you. Pray for different people. It's part of your weapons. It's part of the armor of God. It's part of the things that you need to dress up with to protect you and to deliver you. The enemy cannot. Hallelujah. Are you here? Yeah, because the enemy will always try. Bible says that after the temptation of Jesus, they say, and Satan left him for a season. In 1 Kings chapter 20, verse number 21 and 22, look at it as we, we close. 1 Kings chapter 20, verse 21 and 22. Listen to this. Bible says, and the king of Israel went out and smote the horses and the chariots and slew the Syrians with a great slaughter. Hallelujah. Yeah, sometimes you have defeated the enemy. You have broken through. You have prevailed. You are in church. You, you are now saved. You are singing. You are dancing. You are doing something in church. That, that, is, that is a breakthrough. The enemy could not capture you. He couldn't capture you. You have escaped Egypt. You are now in, 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 in the promised land. You are now in Jerusalem. You are now in church. Jerusalem always, Israel, represents the church. But God sends a prophet. God sends a prophet and he said, and, uh, and the prophet came to the king of Israel. The prophet comes to the king. He comes to the, the pastor. God sends a prophet and he said, Unto him, go and what? Strengthen thyself. You thought that you have won just by being born again. No! You have won, but go and strengthen thyself. And mark and see what thou doest. For at the turn of the year, the king of Syria will come up against thee. At the end of every year, December, January, the, the enemy will come against you. So strengthen yourself and see what you will do, my brother. You are going to be offered drinks, booze that you don't need to pay for. Free drinks. One party after that. Go and strengthen yourself. And see what, mark what you do. Because at the turn of the year, when the year is about to turn, the king of Syria will come against you. Yeah, December is coming. And we are in December. Special demons from hell who have been anointed to destroy your life will never have you in the name of Jesus. You will be stronger than your enemies. You will put on the whole armor of God. I say you will put on the whole armor of God. The last time you told a lie was the last time. You are always telling the truth. In the name of Jesus. Push the person sitting by you and tell the person, I'm telling you the truth. Tell the person, I will not lie again. Hallelujah. Tell the person, it's the helmet on. The helmet of salvation. Ask the person, what about your, 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 your sword? When was the last time you read the scripture? Ask the person, what scriptures do you know? You see, you don't have a sword. 
ask the person, do you, is it, is it a, a, a rubber a knife you are holding? Or you are holding a paper knife? Are... Tell the person, this paper knife cannot defend you. And tell the person, above all, take the sword of faith. Believe in the word of God. Believe in the Bible. Believe what the Bible says. It will be the greatest of the weapon and your armory. Some people don't believe in the Bible. They believe in the things that are nice to them. You will be the head and say, yeah, that one I believe. You are blessed going. I believe. Abraham, blessings are mine. You believe it. The Lord is my shepherd. You, you believe it. When the Bible says, pray without season, it says, mm, that one is for pastors. <laughs> Be a soul, the soul winner will shine. They say, mm, that one is for evangelists. <laughs> you don't believe, you know. The Bible talks about paying, giving offerings and tithe. They say, look, many people don't pay tithe in Christmas, December. Ask the person, are you wearing your tight or what? You are looking too beautiful. Uh, ask the person, your shoe is too nice. Is it your tight? Hallelujah. Believe in the doctrine of the Bible. You see, let, let's, let me tell you this. Your faith increases if you are even able to believe what God is saying, but you are not able to do it. Yeah. It's better to say that, yes, this is the word of God, but God, it's too difficult for me to do it at this time. Do, do you understand? Uh-huh. Then to say, oh, this one, is, it's not the word of God. Ah, how can God say that we should marry before uh, 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 we, we can... Uh, uh, I, I don't know the word. But. <laughs> hey! Said, oh, that one, I mean, it's past them. No. 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 You need to believe that this is what the Bible is saying. Yeah. Bible says that forgive. They know that you dear. Forgiveness is more difficult than paying your tithe. You pay your tithe is bad to forgive. You can pay 50% tithe, but forgiveness. So, Pastor, but there's a good reason not to forgive. You can see that when it comes to forgiveness. No, you need to believe. And the Bible said that if you don't forgive, God will know. You see, believe what the Bible says. Believe it. Even if you are not able to, it increases your faith. Amen. Are you here? I see your faith increases. Amen. You take the sword of faith. Wherewith you will be able to quench all the fairy that. You are not a developed ape. You are not an improved version of a monkey. God created us what the Bible says. Believe what the Bible says. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 Believe it. Believe it. It increases your faith. If not, you make God a liar. Yeah. Because if God says something, you say it is not. That's why people go to hell. You make God a liar. Yeah. Yeah. You make God a liar. Don't make God a liar. Just believe what the Bible says. Some of us, we are Christians, but we, we don't even have a Bible. We don't read the Bible. Let it change. I said, let it change. 
put on the whole armor of God. Yeah, be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. Hallelujah. In the coming year, you will say, it's the Bible. The Bible says, the Bible says, the Bible says, that shall be your words. I said, that shall be your words. Yeah. And one other way that you overcome the enemy is to disagree. In Amos chapter 3, verse number 3, Bible says, can two walk together except? And in Matthew chapter 18, verse number 19, Bible says, when two shall agree, touching anything, God. So when you agree, but you see, if you don't know the word of God, you can be tempted to agree with whatever the enemy brings your way. It is when you know the word of God. And the Bible did not say, if two Christians, it, it can be one demon and one human being. If you agree, you had a dream and you agree with the devil, it will be done. If two shall agree, so a point to be liberated and to be free from every attack of the enemy and to be strong is to disagree with whatever the Bible disagrees with. Hallelujah. But here we are, you don't know the word of God. So how can you agree? How can you disagree that what the vision, yes, it is true you had a dream, but the dream is not coming from God. So you need to disagree. But how will you know whether this dream is from God or it's not from God? You need to know the Bible. Every dream that you are having, if it's of God, you see that there's a pattern. It's already happened. There's no new thing under the sun. What has been is what shall be. Hallelujah. I see you being strong. Be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. I cannot go on. I would have uh, 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 discussed the third one. We spoke a bit about principality powers, then the rulers of darkness. That's why armed robbers come at night. That's why many bad things you have done. You did it at night. Am I saying the truth? When the darkness has come, you see that your plans, your mind, even, even your thought in the daytime is different from the thought that comes to you when it's night. How many have noticed that when darkness is coming, even when it's going to rain and the clouds are forming, the small darkness changes even your thoughts. Hey! Uh, that's why Bible said these are the things that we are contending with. That's why you need to be strong. You need to be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. May the devil never be able to capture you. May the devil look at you and say to the this one is a, a wrong candidate. Don't, don't, don't go near. Before he binds out and casts out, out. Hallelujah. Yeah. That's why demons testify. Say, Jesus, I know. Paul, I know. You, who are you? May demons know you. One day a pastor was preaching in the U.S., the demon manifested, hey, you have come here to disturb us again. I know you, you were disturbing me in, in Kumasi and I've run to here. We've come here. Another, recently in UK, a pastor was praying for a white lady and the white lady spoke Yoruba. The, yeah, the demon, he spoke Yoruba. He said, hey! <laughs> You will notice that there are things, there are things that move. But whether it's a viper, it's a dragon, it's a lion, they will look at you and say, This guy is too strong. 
this lady is too strong. Let's go and look for a weaker and uh, uh, what do you call somebody who is not having faith that we can torment. May you be strong and may, may your, your faith cause you to overcome in the name of Jesus. Be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. I see you strengthening. I see you overcoming. I see you telling the truth. I see your salvation in touch. I see the gospel. You are preaching the gospel wherever you go in the name of Jesus. And you are praying with all kinds of prayer and supplication unto the saints. And you are watching thereunto. You are praying in the spirit in the name of Jesus. And as you do, may the Lord cause you to escape every trap of the enemy. May you escape the wiles, the methods, and the schemes of the enemy. It shall be well with you. In Jesus' name. Amen. We hope you've been blessed by the word of God. Please worship with us every Sunday at 10 a.m. at LCI Megachurch, Lewisham Way, 79 Parklands Main Road, Cape Town, South Africa.